morning 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 or afternoon hi everyone welcome back to another podcast in this series hope you guys are having a wonderful <clears throat> day so far sorry about that hope you guys had a good week so far it's sunday march the third when i'm doing this recording wow i can't believe it we're in march already and it was just the other day I was saying Happy New Year, etc. And even before that, we were saying Merry Christmas. But you know, <coughs> my apologies, I have no idea. Each time I'm supposed to do a recording, <coughs> it's as though my voice keeps going. But you know what? The devil is a liar. And we must move on and do the work that the Lord calls us to do. So hope you guys are having a wonderful day, a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, whenever you have stumbled across this podcast. And welcome to my listeners in podcast land on your various devices. Welcome also to those who are listening to this on YouTube. I say welcome one and all. So for today's um, discussion, for today's podcast, we'll be speaking about forsaking all others and follow Jesus. You know, the other morning I was there thinking while I was like um, doing my, you know, spending time in the presence of the Lord. I was saying, Father, what do you want me to speak to your people about? Because there are times when we, you know, we say things without even first consulting the Lord about what it is he wants us to say. And then I just heard it, forsaking all others and follow Jesus. And that is exactly what I'll be speaking about today. So have you ever, one moment, I'm telling you, this thing in my throat, oh, sorry about that, one moment. <coughs> my sincere apologies about that. So have you ever thought exactly what it means to forsake all others and follow Jesus? You know, in this life, we see people doing, going on the wide road, as the scripture says. But what God is calling us to do is to go on that narrow road. While that narrow road may be a lonely road, you know, we may not even see anyone for miles on that narrow road. He's calling us to take that path <clears throat> and not to follow the crowd, so to speak. When we look around us in the world today, we see everyone following a trend. And the trend that they are following is the trend of the world. The trend for the pleasures of this world, the trend for... The things of this world which brings us absolutely no satisfaction. And at times it can be very difficult when, especially if you are the only one who, you know, <clears throat> has chosen to follow that path. For example, if you are a teenager or anyone as a matter of fact. And, you know, you have your friends, etc., and you enjoy your company of your friends, you know, but then there is something within you stirring to say, you know, you need to stop what you're doing now. You need to start following Jesus. 
you will think twice about it because the first thing that will come to your mind oh my friends they're gonna laugh at me my friends they're gonna think that i'm silly etc you know my friends i'm gonna lose my friends when if i do decide to follow jesus and you know there are times when we allow that pressure that peer pressure that as my husband would say fear of missing out that fear of missing out and spending time with our friends, you know, going places, going to the cinema, etc. That fear of missing out, we then don't follow Jesus. But what the Lord is saying is that don't look at that. Don't look at what other people are doing. Only focus on him. Focus on what it is he wants to do in you and through your life. You never know. You may be even the ones who evangelize to your friends and they may be the one who then turn and come to Jesus. So in life, never allow someone's um, actions to dictate your decisions. You know, in the scripture, in the book of Matthew, Jesus says it so eloquently. He says here in Matthew 19 verse 29, it says, and everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. What, what the scripture is saying here, when we forsake everyone, everything in order to follow Jesus, we will inherit eternal life. We will receive a hundred times. We cannot put a price on eternal life. It is priceless. And what God is calling us to do is to walk away from the world, to go that lonely road. As I said before, yes, it can be a lonely road, but it is a road that leads to something good at the end. It is a road that leads to eternity. In the book of Luke, chapter 14, verse 6, it says here, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else, your father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. Now, is the Lord saying that we are supposed to hate everyone around us? No, not in that sense as what we think hatred is. What he's saying is that you cannot love them more than him. He has to be first in your life. He has to be the one who takes center stage. And if you put everything or anything above him, it says here, you are not worthy to be his disciple. And he also says, even your own life. So that means that even if they're going to kill us, kill you for our faith, we are prepared and must be prepared to die. I think there's a part in the scriptures that says, I think it is in Revelation. I don't want to muddle up the scripture, but 
it says that if you are afraid to lose your life or something like that, if I, I don't remember it, if you are watching on YouTube, I'll try and find it and put it on the screen. And for those who are listening in, on podcasts, etc., I will put it in the description. But there's a part in the scriptures that speak about not fearing. I think it is in Revelation. I'll definitely try and find it. But what, what the Lord is saying is that we must put no one and nothing above him. And it is so sad to say that, you know, some people put their children above God. When at the end of the day, he was the one who blessed us with our children. Some people put even their spouses above the Lord. When he was the one who blessed us with our spouses. You know, I remember... And I'm going to share a testimony, you know, because this is something that I went through personally in deciding to follow Jesus. So before I got married, you know, I was living with my husband for many years. We weren't married. Uh, you know, in the modern, in, in today's society, you're saying your partner, you're living with your partner, etc., Put it this way, long and short of it, I was living in sin. Was that something that was pleasing to God? Of course it wasn't pleasing to God. But then I remember, I think it was in 2017, 2017 thereabout, I started to feel a way towards my partner, put it that way. And then, you know, when, if for example, when he came beside me, I felt like, I felt really dirty. I felt ashamed. And that was because the Holy Spirit, the Lord was convicting me to say, listen, this life that you're living is not right. I didn't know at the time exactly what was happening. I just thought that, well, I was going off <laughs> on him, so to speak. But then each time, you know, he came beside me, I felt, I felt absolutely dirty really dirty and yucky and then I remember because I, I, I started to go to church I actually started to go back to church because where I'm from in Jamaica you know back then we grew up in the church Sundays we had to go to church if you worship on Sundays even if the parents didn't go to church they would send the children to church so I remember when I went to church and, you know, the pastor, she did an altar call and I raised my hands and then I went and then I accepted Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And then I came home and then I told my husband no, but my partner back then, I told him and he wasn't happy about it, to be quite honest. He wasn't happy, but something just came over me that day and I said to him you know nothing is gonna stop me from serving God absolutely nothing or no one is gonna stop me and I even said to him if you want to go you can go you can choose to do whatever you want but I am gonna serve God and then I also said you know the God that I serve is bigger than you. 
I may be down for a while, but he will surely, surely, sorry, see me through and lift me up. That was what I said. And back then I wasn't even baptized. I'd only accepted Jesus, you know, as my personal Lord and Savior. And it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. I even said to him, listen, until you decide to marry me, that's it. No longer are we sharing the same bed. Yes, I actually told him that. And remember, we had built a family. We had a child together, etc. We had built a home together. But I was willing, that conviction from the Lord was so strong on me. I was willing to part ways with everything in order to follow Jesus. And it went on like that for months, for months upon months upon months, almost a year to be quite honest. And he slept in the sofa. And then I think it was Father's Day. He asked me to marry him. And of course I accepted. But even prior to that, I was praying in the background. I was asking the Lord if he was the one for me. And if he wasn't the one for me, then to let him go. Because I do not want to enter into a marriage where God has not ordained that marriage. I was very frank with the Lord. I said, you know, I didn't call him father back then. I said, Lord, if he is not the one for me, let him go. Yes, I'm going to miss him because we have built a life together and we have a child together. But serving you is much more important. I was so frank to the father. And then he popped the question and then we got married in September 2018. And it's now 2024. Have there been rocky times? Of course there have been rocky times because the devil doesn't like marriages. Because a marriage is a covenant. When we were living in sin, he wasn't really bothering us. Why? Because we were his prisoners. But now that we have come out from his prison, from his chains, <clears throat> sorry, from his bondage, the marriage has had its ups and its downs. But does that mean that we're going to go our separate ways? No, we have to stick it out. But God is in the midst of it, you see, because when God has ordained something, we have to push on through and persevere and he will fight for us. And the point that I'm trying to make is that when you have decided to follow Jesus, when you have decided to forsake all others, he will fight for you. At the end of the day, it's just like a marriage. When you're taking your marriage vows, it speaks about forsaking all others, i.e. do not commit adultery. Don't look at another man or don't look at another woman with lust, etc. Don't entertain sin. And this is it. When we have decided to follow Jesus, we too have entered a covenant with the Lord. It is basically a marriage because remember, we, we are the bride and Christ is the bridegroom. So we have entered a marriage. 
an eternal marriage with God. We have entered a spiritual marriage with God. So when we have decided to follow Jesus, we must forsake the things of the world. We must forsake and stop the idolatry, stop the adultery, stop spiritual adultery, stop having one foot in and one foot out and just go all the way with the Lord. We must forsake everything that we know will cause our father to feel hurt, that we know will cause our father to feel upset remember the scripture tells us that if we love the Lord we will obey his commandments and that's what it means if we are one foot in one foot out we are not worthy to be called his disciples we have to be all the way in so when we are on that lonely road we have to walk that lonely road we have to follow that path because that path is what is going to lead us to eternal life that path is what is going to get us to the promised land that path is the one that is going to give us the life not the wide road so let us now forsake all others and follow Jesus when you look around in this world that we are living in you don't have to be a genius to realize that the Bible is real and the world is gonna come to an end and Jesus is coming back and he's going to judge the world. He's going to judge the living and he's going to judge the dead. So instead of being on the side of the world, forsake all others and follow Jesus. So that's when he comes, you will be found worthy to stand in his presence. Instead of you going to hell. Because people may think that hell is not real. But hell is real. When you look at so many testimonies on youtube on tiktok and all these social medias why would people come and tell such a lie why for fame i don't think so when you read the scriptures the bible speaks about hell i think it even speaks about hell more than it even speaks about heaven that goes to show that hell is a real place so instead of following the crowd following the trend following your friends Follow only Jesus, forsake all others and follow him only. Forsake the things of this world which will not get you anywhere. Forsake the things that is going to let you commit adultery, spiritual adultery. So if you are there thinking that you can have one foot in and one foot out, as I said before, it doesn't work like that. There is no gray line when it comes to the Lord. It's either black or white. It's either you're in or you're out. And I'm saying to you, take that lonely path. You know, you, I won't say use me, but my testimony that I just shared, look at it. I decided to stand for Jesus. I decided, yeah, to stand for what is right because why? I was living a life that was sin and what if I had died in my sin what if I had died when I was living with someone who I was not married to that is automatically hell straight to hell it doesn't matter if I knew about Jesus or I was praying to him etc the fact of the matter is I was living in sin and the wages of sin as the scripture says is death are you gonna continually work for your wages are you going to continually work and receive death? Why would you want to do that when God is saying, 
just come away from them. Come out from among them and be ye separated. Leave the world behind. The world has absolutely nothing to offer you. It has nothing to offer any one of us. All that is in this world is lust, pride of life, envy, jealousy, covetousness. When you look around us, it's like everyone wants to have one up on each on someone else. And that is not of God. So what I am saying to you is forsake all others. Is the decision going to be an easy one? Of course it's not. It's not an easy one. I'm not saying it's an easy one. It is never going to be an easy one to walk away from everything, to walk away from sometimes even your own family. You have to walk away from them. Will they criticize you? Of course they will criticize you. Why? Because the devil is just using them now to get into your mind. Yeah. Look at Lot's wife. When they told, when they told her to leave that you know the, the angels told lot to leave and don't look back what happened she looked back why because probably back then when she was living in Sodom she had a good life she had you know she had everything to, to her creature comfort so to speak and she was regretting it so she looked back I'm not saying that that was why she looked back, but I'm just saying, let's blow to the wind here and saying probably that was why she looked back. She was going to miss all that she was leaving behind. And what happened to her? She turned into a pillar of salt. And that is it. When you have decided to follow Jesus, you cannot look back. You just have to keep on moving forward. And as I said before, you're going to be on that narrow road. And that narrow road is going to sometimes be a lonely road. But if you keep on walking, God will start to let people come into your life, other brothers and sisters in the faith. And you will start to realize that you have people on that road with you because you are never walking alone. At the end of the day, you have God beside you and as he said he will never leave you nor forsake you so i'm saying to you come out come out from among this world because this world has nothing to offer you the scripture tells us that you know we are in this world but not of this world so we need to forsake all others forsake the things of this world and follow only jesus and if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow, because tomorrow is promised to no man. So, you know, accept him. Read, start reading the Bible if you have never taken up the Bible. The best place to start is in the book of John. Start reading the scriptures to get to know our creator, to get to know the one who was sent to die on the cross for you and me so that we can enter into eternity, so that we can spend eternity with him. You know, it is not too late for you to come to Christ. You may say to yourself, well, I've done so many things. Why would God love me? The Bible tells us that he loves us first before we even love him. So all I'm saying is forsake all others and follow Jesus. It is the best decision you will 
ever make. Is it going to be an easy decision? Of course, it's not going to be an easy decision because you will have people to ridicule you. You know, you will have people who don't understand you because now you're not in the physical anymore. You're more in the realms of the spirit. You're seeing things from a spiritual perspective. And I say thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. Whoever is listening on their various devices and who is watching on YouTube. And I say thank you. And you know, follow Jesus. He is the best way. He is the only way. There, there are no other ways to get to God but through Christ Jesus. No one else can save mankind except Jesus Christ. And I say thank you again and God bless you all. And as always, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace. And I say shalom, shalom, shalom. And remember, forsake all others and follow Jesus because he is the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And I say thank you all and have a blessed day, everyone. Bye.